0: You are tuning in today to This Needs to Be Said, TNTBS, and I am your host, Katherine Waddell. There is such a need for people to be able to be truthful today. We've been tactful all around the world, and in the midst of that, trying to fit in so we conform. We want to be accepted. Then one day you ask yourself, what is my truth? While digging through a lot of baggage, gathered from wanting to belong somewhere and not sure what you believe, there's a crying out for all those things that should be said that are not being said. No longer will we pretend that there are no issues to address or that we are only going to talk about certain ones. This show, coupled with our blog site and our website, will be the beginning of you finding your way. There is an elephant in the room let's talk about it. You were thinking it, we're going to talk about it. Thank you so much for joining us today as we're going to get into life challenges with Don Mills and this week's topic is spirituality. We're also going to have part two of discussing it with Melissa and conversations with her girlfriends and then we're going to talk bankruptcy later on with Attorney Felden and bankruptcy in the area of foreclosure even if your house It has not been threatened to be taken, but you know you're heading that way. He's going to help you um, move things in the right direction. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back jumping into our conversation with Don Mills with our life challenges for this week, Spirituality. If you hate doing yard work, we have somebody just for you that will take that off of your hands. So get ready. You're going to make a small investment of $35 a week, and your yard can be beautiful. Get your pen and paper handy. Take down this number, 704 449-9746. That's H&H Property Preservation and Design Services, 704-449-9746. Give them a call today and let them know that this needs to be said, sent you their way.
1: What Amazon did for books, Netflix did for movies, and iTunes did for music is what Sendout Cards is doing for the greeting card and gifting industries. Now you can send beautiful personal cards through the mail from the comfort of your computer to add very personal high-touch to your existing business for a fraction of the cost. They're also looking for home business entrepreneurs who want to have their own global business and they'll pay for you to send your first card. Go to funcash.info to watch a three-minute video. Join the revolution of kindness today. funcash.info Welcome to Willacawville, a book about an ordinary small town turned upside down by magic, mayhem, and mystery. Follow amazing children through incredible adventures as they battle monsters, travel back in time, and zoom through outer space. Readers will learn valuable lessons on problem solving, ownership, self-esteem, creativity, and manners. If you're into action, adventure, science fiction, and general silliness, this book is for you. By Willa Cawville today on Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, Google Play, and Smashwords. Willa Cavill is also on Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. W-I-L-L-A-K-A-V-I-L-L-E dot WordPress dot com.
2: Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, where you are royalty. Specializing in children's hair, natural, weaved, and relaxed hair. Looking for a professional stylist who cares not only about how good hair looks, but also how healthy it feels? Then Royal Destiny Salon and Spa is the place for you. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, located at 4936 Albemarle Road, Suite 14, Charlotte, North Carolina. Call today to schedule your appointment for a more beautiful you. 724-734-8043. That number again is 724 734 8043.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today for This Needs to Be Said. We're getting ready for our conversation with Don Mills. This week's life challenge is about spirituality. Hey, Don, how are you?
3: Catherine, good afternoon. My pleasure always.
0: Same here. Now, we've built up to this. We've talked about mentorship, and now we're up talking about spirituality. So I'm ready to take my pen and paper out and get into this and see, you know, what direction you're going in with this, because I don't know. Are we going to be talking church, or uh, this is something new wave? I'm ready to hear all about it, so I'm
3: turning it over to you. I know Catherine. I know Catherine. First of all, i like to honor the listeners and acknowledge them, the life challengers out there who've decided that they're not going to accept the status quo. They're just not going to settle. They're capable of making decisions. They're capable of deciding what goals they're going to pursue and how they're going to go about pursuing those goals. What I say to you, Life Challengers, is that at some point in your life, you realize your family and friends need you. And what you're making a commitment to do is to make a change in your life so value is added so you can do something on their behalf. As Catherine mentioned, we did talk about celebrations or lifting someone else lifting someone up we also talk about mentorship realizing that we're getting somewhere through somebody else and today we're talking about spirituality and what you have to understand about spirituality in order for you to be able to achieve the rest of it in order for you to be put in a position where you can make a difference in somebody's life i believe i firmly believe this is that you have to be grounded spiritually You have to be grounded spiritually. First of all, let's talk about the life challenges. They represent all the activities that make up your daily routine. They involve your life domains that include relationships, spirituality, housing, education, mental and physical health, financial, sexuality, jobs, and what you do to relax or just for the fun of it. Thus far, Thus far, we have kind of acknowledged that we're able to make a difference in all those areas in our lives, that we are in control. But what I say to you today, when I say you have to be grounded spiritually, you have to have faith. You have to believe. You have to have some sense of purpose. You have to have soundness in mind, and you have to be in good physical health. And these are areas of our lives that we have little or no control over, and I do believe that we are blessed to have them. Now, the thing about a life challenger is that we're taking an active role in how we're going about satisfying uh, our life domains. We're taking a very active role. We're thinking it through. We're repositioning ourselves. We're repositioning you so that you have a greater chance to successfully fulfill your needs, all the things that you actually want. And spirituality gives you that sense of direction. Spirituality in the darkness of night realizes that you cannot always find your way because it is dark and you are lost. Spiritually, there's a power that's higher than you, that you connect with, that show you the light, that make your walk such that you're able to see in the darkness of light. There's going to be those days in which you're just not feeling it. You're in bad health or you're just overwhelmed with your circumstance. As a result of being spiritual, there's that power that's going to be there to carry you when you cannot carry yourself. Now, let me share this share this with you, Life Challengers. Uh, I really don't have that much power. I really don't have that much influence. There's some decisions that I can't make. For myself, I believe in God. I mean, that's my spiritual advisor. When I pray, I pray for wisdom. When I pray, I ask for a sense of purpose. I pray that words are put in my mouth that I'm allowed to string together. So that when they are spoken, they inspire someone, they encourage someone, they motivate someone, or they enlighten someone. I don't know who is in your life that you worship or who you pray to. I can't make that decision. The only thing I'm telling you now is that you have to be spiritually grounded. You've got to believe in something. You've got to believe in somebody. Who is the God in your life? Who do you wake up in the middle of the night when you're shivering and you're afraid of what might surround you that is there maybe to take you in a bad direction? Who do you pray to? All I'm saying is that there has to be somebody, there has to be some spirit, there has to be something that you believe that will be there when you need them that's what i'm that's the message of today. Catherine, and i know that there are better ways to say it there are scriptures who support it i don't know them all uh, i i i certainly i certainly uh, uh, uh i'm learning as i grow spiritually but i say to you that there has to be that in your life that will help you to find your way when you are lost Catherine.
0: Am I okay? This, I, I was like, am I supposed to be responding?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> oh. But this is critical yes. information. This is critical information. I mean, we need to do this.
0: Okay, well, begin again. Begin again. Okay. I wasn't ready. I'm sorry. I said I wasn't ready. Begin again.
3: Okay, specifically, what I was saying is that. You know, we are accountable, and we are responsible for our actions, but there's 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 a part of us that allows us to be re- responsible and accountable, mm-hmm. and what I'm mm-hmm. saying is that if we are spiritually grounded, then we're in a position where we can't assume responsibility, we can't assume accountability. What I say is that we have to be prayed up because we have to be spiritually grounded. We, we I mean... We have to be bounded by a sense of wisdom. We have to have some sense of direction. And what I say, what I say to folk is, what are you doing to ensure that you're in a position where you can not only make a difference in your life, but you can add value to the lives of your family and friends? And oftentimes, now, what am- I mean, what, yeah, my grandmother would say you have to be prayed up.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, my grandmother would say that God is good. Yeah. My grandmother would say that 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 any time you have a blessing or you bestow with a blessing, that blessing should be passed on to others and you will be reimbursed tenfold or a hundredfold. Mhm.
0: Mhm. So you're asking what is it that I do to stay in that position of being grounded?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? What, what are your thoughts about that, uh, I, I
0: agree with that. Uh, me personally, meditation and my body, something within my body, you can call it spirit or your soul, there's a yearning for me to get away. Like I will, my body will agitate me to the point that I have to get away, and it's like running for fresh air. Like you, you can't breathe. You feel suffocated. So, and that's when I've gone past the point of meditating on a regular basis or being quiet or praying. But staying grounded is important because it's like a refueling. You're no good to anybody else if you don't do that for yourself and you don't want to be in a crisis-type situation to find that out. I always think about the planes whenever you take a trip and the flight attendants give you instructions about the face mask, and they say make sure that you secure your face mask, your oxygen mask, first before trying That's to help right. other people. So I, I I use that image in my head to think about life and I agree you you know, with you know, with your grandmother saying, you know, staying prayed up and whatever that translates into other people, it equates to me to being grounded, to being centered, to knowing who I am, what my purpose is, and if I find that I'm at any point in a fog that's a big sign that I need to reconnect to my divine source, so that I can be back in a central place for my for my soul's sake, and that makes the world around me a better place because then I'm able to invest in other people. So I, I think that I think what you're saying is um, valid. I think that is something that each person needs to consider in the way that suits them, but to pay attention to when you are, you're plummeting yourself because a lot of times we're so busy pouring out, spending out, that we go and try to help other people and it seems like we just make stuff worse. We were trying to do good, but we just try made stuff worse. Mm-hmm. Trying to do good. Mm-hmm. Trying to do good. Because we weren't, yeah, we we spent out. So I think that that's great. I think that's great advice, and I think that that's something people should be mindful of.
3: Right. And, you know, and the other thing, and, and I get this a lot, I mean, you hear uh, 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 people who are, who are spiritual. You hear people who really reach out and try to make a difference in the life of another. And oftentimes, uh, you you will hear something that you've already heard maybe several times. Well, the scripture is the scripture, and in per interpretation. You know, individuals may uh, give various summaries. But what the understanding is that we are going to end up into the same place because we are trying to achieve salvation. But first of all, our days here on earth isn't about what we're specifically doing, but it is about what are we doing to put ourselves in a position so that we can add value to the life for, of another. What are we doing to help others live fuller and more satisfying lives? And this is the part where th- there there has to be this sense of responsibility and accountability for what it is that you are specifically doing. And as I stated In my initial uh, conversation, I made it very clear that uh, you have to, I mean, you, you really have to think things through in regards to where you are now, where is it that you're going, and what are you doing to get there? I mean, when we started this thing out about life uh, challenges, we talked about celebrations, you know, lifting somebody up, whether it was a birthday, whether it was a promotion, whether it was a graduation. And what you're doing is you're acknowledging the worth of a person, and you're using that mm-hmm. opportunity to celebrate them. And then, in turn, they're going to celebrate you. Then we went on to mm-hmm. mentorship and, and it's it's critically important that we understand that we are our brothers keeper and we look to each other for advice, we look to each other for model behavior, we look for each other to each other, uh to learn how it is that we can position ourselves uh to uh achieve some of the goals that we want to achieve, thereby helping others achieve their goals. And once again all of this is grounded by spirituality. I mean, we, we have to acknowledge God in our lives or the God in our lives. And and how that instrument allows us to wake up each morning and and, and, and and realize the blessings that are bestowed upon us. And what are we doing with those blessings? Are we taking advantage of doors that open to us? Are we are we taking advantage of opportunities that are put before us on a daily basis to increase the likelihood that we can be successful, thereby putting ourselves in a position to help others, you know, become successful and to sustain success, to sustain success? All of that is critically Critically important.
4: Uh
0: uh-huh, Uh uh-huh. I think you're right. I know you're right. And you, we feel we feel so much better. Like I'm I'm listening to you, and I, I know it was like okay. I may sound like I'm disconnected, but I'm not. I just kind of went off into my mind there as I'm <clears throat> listening to you. So I missed that I was supposed to be responding earlier because I was like that is true. And then it's a point of reflection um, as you're talking. I'm. In my head, I'm seeing pictures and going through my life and saying, okay, these are areas that I need to pay attention to or, you know, I'm doing okay in this area. Just kind of checking like like a report card, seeing how I'm the doing. Life with, mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: Looking the life to
0: see, domains. Mm-hmm. Um, the life domains. Yep, yeah, yeah, life domains. Looking to see where, you know, where I am. So as I'm listening to you, I did miss the question or where I was supposed to respond, but I was reflecting on, okay, where's your work, Catherine? What do you you need to be doing with you? And these conversations are always great. (laughs) It's tough being the the facilitator and the student (laughs) sometimes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I assure you, I'm the student as often as I am the facilitator. I like to think that as I listen to others as they share information, there's a benefit there's a benefit because the listening ear is always in touch with information that is helpful it's it what are you going to do with the information once you get it? You know how accountable are you going to be how responsible are you going to be and a lot of what I say is going to sound very similar to everything that I've said because. There's a it, it's building blocks. It's building blocks. You know everything here is about what are you doing. Everything here is about uh, how can I make a difference. Everything is here here is about how can I add value to my life. Uh, everything here is about how can I put myself in a position to help others live fuller and more satisfying life. So it's a central theme, and that theme will never change. What will change and what is different and specific to everybody is what what is it that you're doing? And what you're doing may be totally different from that that somebody else might be doing.
0: Mm-hmm. And the
3: mm-hmm. other the other thing that you truly need to understand, I mean, there are no right or wrong answers. You know, it, it's what works with you as long as we're mm-hmm. in respect of others and consider how it will impact another. And we always want to be positive and forthright.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This has been good. This is absolutely good. Now, this is our life challenge for this week as we talk about spirituality. However, um, Don, I always want to make sure that we're clear if there is a call to action between now and the next time we visit with you um, that we let the listeners know what that is. So do you have a take action for us between now and next Wednesday?
3: Okay. You know, um, I'm on Facebook at Donna Ray Mills. Uh, my telephone number is seven zero four five zero two six five five five. What I would truly like uh, during this next week is to hear some testimonies about what you're doing to add or and sustain spirituality in your life. What are you doing to add value to you so that you can add value to others? Uh, I uh-huh. like to I like to to get some scripture. To support everything that we're doing here, and I like to comment on that on the Facebook page, so that for the listeners who cannot, who were not able to listen to the uh, uh, show today, would we'll be able to 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 refer to that as they as they look at the life challenges.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, there we have it. Well, until next week, right?
3: Until next week.
0: All right. Thank you, Don.
3: Thank you very much.
0: Have you stopped by thisneeds 2 com? If not, what are you waiting for? We still have four days left on a television campaign, and a lot of the commentators you hear on the show you will see on the television. And we're still seeking to help you be the best version of yourself. So we're going to have commentary and a whole different format laid out for you for the television show. However, to make that happen, we need your support financially to do that. So head on over to com and click on the link to go to our television campaign to put This Needs To Be Said TV back on air. We know that You've requested that this happens as a community, and we need your support to take it to the next level. Thank you. If you're looking for someone to do your yard work because you hate doing your yard work so much, we have an answer to this problem for you. Spring is in the air. The leaves have fallen completely off the trees or they're reblooming. And you say, I really want my yard to look beautiful but i just don't have the time, the knack or the desire to do it. Let H&H Property Preservation and Design Services take care of that for you, starting at $35 a week. 704-449-9746. Give them a call today, let them know that this needs to be said sent you. 704-449-9746. That's H&H Property Preservation and Design Services. Let them take care of your yard work today.
1: You ever wake up, look in the mirror, and think, Wow, look at those dark bags under my eyes! It looks like I've been punched. You're not alone, and that's why we created Punch Skincare Products. We specialize in skin repair, including eye cream to remove those dark circles and a deep nighttime moisturizing cream. To learn more about our products and order, go to punchskincare.com. That's punchskincare.com. Thinking about buying an iPad case for your child? Buy Pad Pouch. Pad Pouch, one word, is a plush iPad case designed by top toy designers for kids to hold iPad comfortably and safely. It protects iPad from simple accidents and fits comfortably on the lap, in the bed, on the couch, or hanging on the back of a car seat. Buy it on Amazon now. Search Pad Pouch, one word, P-A-D-P-O-U-C-H. Are you a parent? Does your child have nightmares? Author, illustrator, and dad, Spencer Platt, has just released a new book, Nightmare Schmitemare. tackles nightmares in a fun and creative way that you and your child will love. Join this father and son duo as they roast marshmallows with dragon's breath, defeat a rock monster with paper airplanes, brush a shark's teeth, and much more. The children's book is available now on Amazon.com. And for more information, check out their Facebook page, Nightmare Schmitemare. Abella Publishing presents Atiki the Hunter. It's a journey as Atiki and his magical dust can transform anyone into any animal in the forest. Atiki is the first African American action hero and he wants you and your child to join him on his adventure. This book is beautifully illustrated and gets children excited about reading. Visit www abellapublishing.com to get a copy for your child today and be a part of this wonderful world of a tiki www.abellapublishing.com is where you can order today eczema psoriasis and acne are common and often severe inflammatory skin disorders that affect millions of people in the u.s current therapies are ineffective Haas Bioceuticals has developed Metaderm product line that is evidence-based natural medicine. Metaderm is an all-natural, non-steroidal combination of herbal extracts that is safe and mild. To learn more and clear your skin, visit haasbio.com, H-A-U-S-B-I-O dot com. How would you like to know all your important photos, videos, music, and documents were protected from loss or damage? At gotbackup.com, learn how you can securely backup everything. CDs, DVDs, flash, and hard drives have a limited lifespan and can fail at any time. Why risk it? The service comes with a 30 day, no questions asked refund policy, so go to gotbackup.com and get protected today. Want it for free? Just refer three. With the reseller program, you can earn some great residual income. Go to G O T B K U P dot com forward slash D E A N N A. Get paid.
5: Hi, guys. This is Melissa of Discussing It with Melissa. Welcome and thank you for listening to our broadcast. Today's show is Conversations with Girlfriends. And our hot topics are, what does it mean and take to love you? What do you think it takes to create a purposeful and meaningful life? How do you turn that critical voice in your head to your number one cheerleader? And how do you stay encouraged? And whatever else we feel like discussing. <laughs> so we're going to get started. This is a shade-free, no-hate zone. So please show courtesy and respect to one another. Um, also there's a few women on this call so we're gonna to try to keep our answers under two minutes. All right. So ladies, let's introduce yourself by saying your first name and where you're calling from. My name, My name is Magazine. Name- I'm calling from New Jersey. My name okay. is Natalie Douglas. Go ahead. Natalie.
2: Okay, my name is Madeline, and I'm
5: calling from Simsbury, Connecticut. Connecticut, okay. Reed, and I'm calling from Chicago. Okay. Hello, this is Jackie. Hi, Jackie, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Chicago, Illinois. Okay. Hi, this is Tanisha. I'm calling from North Carolina. Okay, and we have another caller. I can't hear whoever that is. Okay, so we're going to actually start, all right? I'm going to start off. Basically, again, we're just going to have an open discussion. There are no rules or regulations, but like I said, I would just appreciate that everybody be, you know, respectful of each other opinions because we all have a right to have our own. And to, since it's like about 10 people on the call, um, if we can kind of keep it under two minutes, okay? But, and I also want it to be open enough where you guys, if you want to discuss something openly, you can just say, you know, whatever it is you want to talk about, all right? But I want to talk about or ask one question to start it off. And basically, we ended it last time. um, It was February. It was around Valentine's Day. We had a couple of different things. Just to recap, uh, we asked about or talked about, um, do Do you think oral sex is cheating? Um, why do guys break up with their girlfriends right around Valentine's Day? Um, I think a question was thrown out there, how do you love broken men? And so I just came up with this question, like, okay, we talked about how do we love broken men, but I want to know, like, what does it mean and take to love you? Like, what? what is your what is your view or your take on what you require for it to be loved? So anybody can start off with their answer. Okay. So I'm Jackie from Chicago. And for me, what it takes to be um, love is compassion and someone there for me. And what I mean by that, as far as communication, someone who has, like, my best interest at heart, I mean, someone who – Puts everything into me, just like I will put everything into them. Okay. Um, this Stacy calling from New Jersey. I'm finding now in in time that patience is a, a great way to love me, because a lot of things I see after that, like when I have my mind set, you can't tell me anything, and. It's not always right when I have my mindset, but you can't tell me that. So I would say patient, because it's got you got to be a very patient man to let me work through it to see that you know okay. Because I can own when I'm wrong. sometimes it takes me a little while to get there. So I would say patient is a perfectly a, a great way to start with loving.
0: Okay. This is Re from Chicago. I think for me, honesty. Um, Because I'm a person of my word So when I say I'm going to do something
5: I stick to it And I kind of figure that the person that I'm dating Should be that way too I cannot take a person that lies So honesty Okay This is Tanisha This is Tanisha for me it would be loyalty, consistency, and monogamy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, monogamy. <laughs> uh, okay. Those are all the things that I require as well. Um, when I say what does it mean and take to love me, basically all of those things, especially um I would like to be treated with respect and honesty and I would like to be the only one and I want to be, I want to feel like I'm the only one as well. Like I don't want to just know it or think it. I want you to also make me feel like I am the one and the only one, you know? Right. So that's basically um, what I wanted to say about that. Um, They really... The, as, whoever answered that asked that question the last time How do you love a broken man the, One of the answers from the guys um, I believe it was Terry Bams He said that There isn't a way that you can um, Love a broken man He has to He has to come into the relationship whole So um, mm. We kind of know that, Yeah he has to come into the relationship whole By the way he said you wouldn't be able to love him or complete him, or fix him. Mm-hmm. Look, so that was the answer. Who was that? What was well, well, the question? I was wondering he's calling from Chicago. Him. Okay. He's mm-hmm. calling him from Chicago. Melissa, can you elaborate on who Terry Bams is? Okay, so Terry Bams is one of the um, male panelists on um, at my event. He is from... Missouri and he is an author and speaker, motivational speaker and a relationship expert and mentor and he's um a relationship coach basically. Um that's his trade and he's written a couple of books and the reason why I was um drawn to him and asked him to come out is because he had a book called The Mind of a Womanizer. So basically, he told his story and how he basically used to women, uh, womanize women. And now he's, like, turned his whole life around, and how, now he's a man of God, and he's got his one woman. And so it was very interesting to actually pick his brain on what guys do or how they think, basically. And that was the whole point of me having an all-male panel It's just for them to give you the truth about how men think. So it was him up there, it was Troy um, Spree, and uh, Derek Jackson from Raleigh, North Carolina. All right? Okay. Okay. So now I want to go into um, how do you stay encouraged and how can you, uh, or what advice can you give to our listeners, especially our young ladies out there, when you're, like, hitting a rough spot, when you're unfocused, when you get deterred or turned around off the path? What is it that you do to get yourself back on track and focused, and what do you do to encourage yourself to keep going? I'm Jackie from Chicago, and what I do seriously is pray. I pray about the situation um, that I'm, I'm in, Um and I actually do try to get myself back on track. And I know that we all go through um, bumps and bruises and um, experience different things in life. But usually, I just try to take it like with a grain of salt and just take it as an experiment. Like, if something that happened, I learned from my mistake, and I just just gotta keep pushing. What do you mean by taking it like a grain of salt? So what I mean, like, just say if I had a mistake in in my first, I'm I'm saying like in my first marriage, and it didn't work. So in my second marriage, I just learn from those mistakes. So the mistakes that I made in my first marriage, I try not to make the same mistake in my second marriage. I try to do better than what I did in my first marriage. And so the mistakes that I made in my first marriage, I try not to repeat the same thing in my second. Sometimes I do, but it's, I'm, I'm human. So it's just a part of life. I understand. Anyone else? This Stacey calling from New Jersey, I talk to myself. <laughs> I talk to myself and I pray. I take long rides in the car and I talk to myself and I listen to certain songs that that do it for me. Like Patty LaBelle, It's the New Day. That song really helps me. It depends on whatever it is that I'm going through in the moment on what songs I'm looking to, looking to listen to. But... I, I talk to myself in my car, big time, like full-on conversations. To tell myself how great I am, or well, Stacey, you know, you you can't beat yourself up because of that. You know, I I don't justify wrong actions. I, I hold myself accountable when I'm wrong. But I talk to myself. I tell myself when I'm good. I tell myself when I'm bad,
3: and I listen.
5: When I pray, I also after I pray, I like to write because. Once I pray, so prayer always helps me think clearer. So then I write, and then I continue to talk to myself. I always encourage myself. I try to write and reread what I wrote, but praying is very, very big, too. Talking to myself, I do that to calm myself down, too, not to just encourage myself. But that's what I do. Well, I think it's okay you talk to yourself as long as, you know, You know, you ain't really talking back to yourself either. You know, you just... I mean, full-on conversations, I'm like, Stacy, you are fantastic. (laughs) Yes, you are, Stacy. You know, yeah, that's me. Um, Or, Stacy, you are bugging. Why are you acting like that? Frustration is an accident. Comment on down. I do it.
3: Yeah,
5: big time. I'm probably queen crazy. I probably should rename myself, but I definitely talk to (laughs)
3: myself.
5: And I listen, too.
2: Okay, anyone else? Okay, I got lost. So I'm, I'm coming back so I needed to know what you question at this time. Okay, so, so
5: you missed the question. Um what does it mean and take to love you and we're on the second one. How do you stay encouraged? Like what advice can you give the young ladies or listeners out there? on um, how to stay focused, and when you get off track, how you get back on it, and
2: what do you do to encourage yourself. Oh, but definitely pray. Like I heard a few people that prayer is a big deal. It's, it's, it's important to talk to God. And when I say pray, I know sometimes um, people think, oh, gosh, like, really? <laughs> we got to talk about that kind of stuff right now. But prayer is a big deal because when you're praying, you're just talking. You're listening as well, like some of the other people said. Um, and you need to spend some time meditating. So sometimes you have to ask God to show you things. Or so sometimes we get so caught up in our own emotions and everything that's going on. You have to take a step back. And pray definitely be open to listen and hearing what God is sharing. You can't speak to anyone. It's not just you. you can speak to anyone to talk to you. Sometimes you can hear from a movie you you hear a scene come back. I know from time to time, I hear my dear replay back in my mind. <laughs> stuff like I hear stuff like <laughs> like someone show you who they are. Believe them. <laughs> so you know right. things like, that. and I know that's not normally here. it's original Angelus, but that's what I mean. by sometimes God can bring back those things to your memory. Seen a long time ago, and in praying and listening, he brings those things back. Sometimes it could be anyone you're just talking to, the answer might not be immediate, but anyone you're just talking to, and they'll say a word, and you recognize and connect with it like that's God God's person. So that's definitely something that you do, and to um, encourage yourself, um, definitely like someone else said, you got to talk to yourself from time to time. So, depending on what it is on your life, if you got to encourage yourself, definitely. Just in the mirror, see that. Like, see God seeing you. You know what I'm saying? like. Sometimes we're looking through carnal eyes, and we're we're still hurting the things that we don't like about ourselves. So we have to remember our pray and ask God to let let us see ourselves through His eyes. Um, so definitely, um uh, another way to help encourage yourself. Just listening to other people that are. Have gone through some of the things that you've gone through. Um, you can listen to them and hear how they've handled themselves. Definitely one of my the person people that I listen listen to is Bishop O'Neill. and from time to time, I go through, i back and listen to some of her sermons and hear things that you do.
5: you're breaking up. You say you listen to who? who?
2: Hello, I listen, now. You 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 listen to who? Can y'all hear me better now? Yes. You guys hear me better? Yes. Okay. So I listen, as I mentioned, I listen to um, listen to spiritual leadership. So from okay, I put in a a CD um that I heard my bishop preach. Before I put in a CD to encourage myself to saying, so from time to time, um, even about dating and, and sometimes feeling like, oh, my gosh, like, when am I going to find that person? When am I going to find that one? And you're feeling like you're getting older and, you know, like, like is it really going to happen? But going back and listening to she said, not wanting to settle, because once you start feeling like, man, it's too late, you know, I'm not going to find anyone, then you start feeling like you want to make, you want to settle. And so that's when you really have to go back and listen to some of the stuff that um, spiritual leaders say and listen, and read your word, because the Bible is definitely a way to encourage you to read your word and, and let God speak to you on things that may, reminding you that you're you're a queen, you know, you're his princess, and you shouldn't have to set up for anything less than what you deserve. So no matter what people are saying or no matter what's going on around you, sometimes you have to take yourself to a rock that is higher than you, meaning Jesus, you have to get to a place where you okay. Before be you run start in, preaching you a, above that, you before you run. start preaching
5: a sermon, <laughs> before you start, all right. Is there anybody else who wants to add to that? Hello. Hello. Yes. Anybody else want to add? No. no? Okay. All right. All right, I have another question here. How do you turn that critical voice, and I think that's what you was going into, Madeline, how do you turn that critical voice in your head to, like, your number one cheerleader? How do you turn... I'm sorry, repeat the question. How do you turn that critical voice of yours in your head to your number one cheerleader So how do you stop yourself from being so critical Of yourself By praying and accepting God That's how I did it That's the only way I did it I prayed, I read my Bible I really 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 appreciate that God Died for me yeah. no.
1: That okay. is Where
5: I, I Sound like it's like oh my God. Oh wow I am God's child Like I feel like I'm you know, that is what made me stop my crooked thinking of myself because I always look at it like, well, God can see me in this way. Then why can't I? Good. Anybody else want to share?
2: Just kind of back off of that thing. We like, you know, can't hear you. We can't hear you. No. Huh? Hello. Yeah, can you hear
5: me now? Yes. <laughs> Hello? I can hear you. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I can't hear you.
1: Anyone else wanna I think
5: so. share? Nobody else? Oh I'm I'm sorry. You you you're asking the question about the voice in your head. Uh like how do you yeah. stop having such that that's hard. Right? Yeah. Pray, 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 pray again and pray even more. Even if you have to start telling yourself, like, I even began to tell that whatever was speak against it, like, out loud, like, devil is a like, probably walking around sounding crazy. I tell you, talking to myself, but, like, what, what I was saying in my head, in order for me to stop thinking it, I would have to speak out loud, like, even saying, you know, frustrations and acts of reflection sometimes. Ooh, I always let out sometimes more than I should Okay. Do anybody else have any other topics that they want to discuss?
2: I would. Can you guys hear me now? Yes. (laughs) We can hear you. I'm sorry I have to keep saying it because it keeps saying my call is dropped. (laughs) I guess um, I'd like to share talk a little bit about um, what. How you guys about okay, I guess I
5: lied. You want to dis- you want to discuss what? Hello. How everyone feels about online dating? Online dating. Hello. Okay. Yes, you said yes. you want to discuss the topic about online dating. What about? Do we do it or?
2: Yeah, just wanting I, to know how everyone feels about online dating.
5: Um, I have not tried it,
2: and honestly, I
5: am afraid to try online dating only because I don't trust what I can't see in front of me. Um, and there's so much going on and people lying, and it's just dangerous. And for me, um, am I opposed to it? I'm not even sure because I haven't really thought about it. What do you guys think about that? Stacy from New Jersey is opposed to it. Why? I again, I'm with you on that. I need to be able to see what is what is really for me. I can't I can't form a relationship with someone if I can't look them in their eyes. You know. So I have a really hard time with that. I'm a, I'm a goer. And, you know, I, I, I have a hard time with the whole finding the connection on the computer. Forming a relationship on a computer. What if you don't have time? And that's the only way you can get to know somebody. If you don't have time, that mean, you don't have time for the relationship. <laughs> if, you can't have, if you don't have time to, to find a man, you don't have time for him then. Okay, that's one opinion. Anybody else Is anybody else on the call? did everybody did I lose everybody well, for me? This is Kenesha from North Carolina. Um for me, time is an issue, but um, like the one lady was saying, if you don't have time then you don't have time, you're not gonna find additional time online and personally, I would just I'm kind of old fashioned. I like for things to happen. In their own time and how they're supposed to. So no, I'm not necessarily going to set up an online profile, to go looking for a man because I would like that man to find me.
2: Yeah, I agree. Anyone else? Well, I would say I was asking, I was asking because I've actually had some friends that, being that I'm so busy, like I travel all the time, I'm all over the place, and not having time. To meet someone, I don't think it's the same as not having time to speak with someone. So even if you met someone in person um, and you're away traveling, you'll still be able to talk to that person on the phone. So same situation, even if you met someone online, you can still talk to that person on the phone. And as far as looking somebody in the eye, well, you won't be talking to them online the whole time. And I'm not necessarily advocating for or against, (laughs) but um, I can see both ways. Like you don't – you won't speak to the person on the the whole time. At some point, you guys are going to meet and be able to see if you're compatible or not. And I'm saying this because I've see- it's become like my new reality in the sense of I'm old-fashioned and I like things the old way, but as I travel so much, I see so many people doing d- doing it, not that it completely influenced me, but I see that it's a big part of the world out there compared to what I was used to. So um, I guess I was just trying to figure out, is it a new Open thing for people in general, or is it something that's still kind of cliche that's kind of shunned a little bit? I
5: don't know if it's shunned, it's just that I think it's just a preference, like for people um, like me who rather the traditional way and being pursued and you know being um, sought after face to face rather than over a computer. I guess that's just my hang up. I just would rather have met you myself and get that that, you know, first impression once I see you face-to-face or if I'm like, okay, no, you may not be right or, you know, like Mm -hmm. those different impressions that you can't really get over the Internet and people just lie too much for me. Like that's one of my things, that's one of my pet peeves is to be lied to. So I honestly, not saying they can't do it in your face, but I just would rather um, meeting someone face-to-face, tangible uh, connection rather than um, Internet Anyone else has anything else about that? Stacy from New Jersey. I, I I mean, to each his own, you like it. I love it. It's just me, I'm a strong believer in the whole energy, energy the eye contact, like going with my gut when you first meet a person, you know. So that yeah. would be the hardest part for me to why I wouldn't be able to go on a computer to meet someone. But I don't think there is a problem with it if you can – if you can see that far, me, myself, I just can't. You know? So, mm-hmm. That's all. Okay. Well, it's online dating, so it's just, I don't even understand how you just, how you get the word dating online. It's like, how, I mean, it's, it should be a different. I have a hard enough that. time communicating through text, more or less <laughs> dating online. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. Anybody, anybody else? Yes, no, maybe so. Okay, any other topics that you guys want to talk about? Well, I as I was saying, when I was just saying it, as far as communicating through text and online dating, the comparison is probably, you know, a big stretch. But to me, um, I feel like I would like to know the ladies' opinions on it. If someone tells you they love you through text, is it sincere? Is it the same thing? And would you want to hear, would you want to get I love you for the first time in the text is it, Does it mean the same thing? Oh Lord I'm going to let y'all answer that one Anybody? Any takers?
2: I will say this um, I guess it depends on the kind of man That you're dealing with Not speaking negatively about that man But okay just think about the day Today's day You know we're in a different time um, So depending on who you're dealing with They're a person that's more techie that's really into computers or really into texting more than talking, <laughs> to them, when they say, I love you through a text, it's sincere. It's You know, like to them, it's like a big step. They just did it. They just you know. And to us, depending on who we are and how we receive it, it might not be the same thing, but it's all about communication. So if they said that um, through text, then I guess it would be up to you to communicate to them that um, you'd prefer to hear it um, in person or for them to tell you that where they're looking in your face kind of thing. I mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a little uncomfortable because for guys, you know, they already are a little bit uncomfortable, but it just depends on what kind of guy you're dealing with. Because as I mentioned, some guys, number one, I feel like we we think that guys are always going to be bold and be able to step do and say certain things But I think they're just as shy as us sometimes And that's a strong word for them Like for us as women We can say that and mean it And not have a problem saying it But for them sometimes it can be difficult So they might punk out a little bit Still not really punk out, But they said it They just didn't say it exactly the way we wanted to hear it But it was still said
5: Okay well I'm sorry But I'm going to need them to man up And not punk out And I'm not I'm not one of the ones that will. I don't want to hear no "I love you" over no text uh, for the first time, especially now. If we're just if we're in a relationship and it's been a minute, and it's like "I uh, love you, love you, I love you back" type thing, okay. But I'm gonna need you to say it to me um, over the phone. Uh, it's better to me than texting it. I, I just, it's just not that nonverbal verbal or that texting for me is not. Yeah, I understand it's the world we live in, and I know everybody's texting now, but that's that's also another one of my pet peeves. All of this um, not wanting to pick up a telephone and talk to somebody. I'm I still need the communication. I'm very I, I'm one of the ones that very much needs communication. So texting is not one of the ways to communicate well with me because I misinterpret a lot. So I'm gonna need you to tell me. I'm gonna need to hear it. I agree. Um, not just hearing it, but seeing it. So um, with the text message or with over the telephone, it's hard to interpret whether that is sincere or not, especially if it's coming the, for the very first time. For the very first time, I I need to be present, physically present, when you decide to tell me that you love me because I need to be able to feel it and see that that is real versus maybe you you're just telling me what you think I may want to hear or trying to get something else basically right so i don't know any anybody else want to elaborate i have another question too okay. and this is something that i might I'm, i think i'm experiencing now i gather um well, a lot of the people, I'll say, I won't say women, just people in general. When you talk to people and you ask, what's up, how you doing, what you doing? Every time you talk to somebody, they say nothing. It is really starting to irritate me. And then I'm saying to myself, oh, you know, stop, you know, thinking, no, this is a loser. And then, like, once you get nothing, then you only want to talk to them because then what are we talking about? Because you ain't doing nothing. You know, you're never doing anything. But then you know, these are your friends, these are people, just because you've taken a different walk or path for trying to do certain things doesn't mean you can't necessarily still engage them in conversation and anything. But do you cut off those people who are, every time you talk to them, they ain't doing nothing? Well, Anybody? nothing is
2: just, nothing is f- I'm It's not necessarily that I'm not doing nothing. It's just something. I think it's just something we say because I could be really doing something and I'm like nothing because that's just something we say. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean that I'm necessarily not doing anything.
5: Every time you talk to somebody, and it's scary that that's always people's answer it's something to say, but you don't understand how powerful that nothing is. And it's what it, it's turning into an epidemic because now we got our teenagers and all everybody. When you say what you doing, nothing. Everybody, exactly. we live in a world of nothing. <laughs> exactly, I agree because I'm a you. very, a very literal person. So if you tell me that you're doing nothing, I'm going to take it as you're literally doing nothing. Doing nothing. if you ask me what I'm doing, and if I'm actually not doing anything, then That's what I mean when I say nothing. But if I'm reading or watching T V and you ask me what I'm doing, I'm gonna tell you exactly what I'm doing. So I agree, I'm kinda experiencing that myself in my own circle of friends to where not only do they tell me that they're doing nothing, they literally are doing Doing nothing. nothing. And then they're always tired. You're like, Really? What you tired from? (laughs) (laughs) If you're doing nothing, why are you tired? Yeah, always tired, and they doing nothing. It's just like, and you feel like, okay, are they sucking the life out of me? Am I shorting myself? But or you know, like it's just you know, you don't want to think, oh, I'm too good, or you know, because there's times where it's okay to do nothing. Sometimes you know, nothing's all right. But I feel like I'm surrounded by a whole bunch of nothing, and
2: it's getting scary.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, where are the busy
2: people? Well do you commun I mean, do you guys communicate that with pe- with people? Like what I mean, if you're a friend can't you communicate that by saying whatever well, we speak is like you're you're saying you're not you're not doing anything. Like are you able to communicate with these people?
5: Yeah, I mean you say that and they're like, Oh but I mean we live in a world where if you go to work you did something. You know what I mean? And that yeah. is I mean and I used to think like that, but I'm kind of out of that now. Going to work is just the way of life. Now you have to do something more than that in order to be doing something. And I'm surrounded by a whole bunch of people who are quite content with going to work. That's just something. They did something. And so when you say to them, you know, you you won't ever be doing nothing, to them, what do you mean I ain't doing nothing? I go to work. I pay my bills. I'm doing something. You know what I mean? So it's like I guess it's the way of thinking. I'm saying when I say the nothing, yes. because it's kind of scary though, because it's like, whoa. Why well, you don't feel like you should be doing more? I go to work too. I pay my bills, but you know, stuff for life. Yeah, yeah. More to life. And that's exactly. Yeah, and that's exactly one of the questions too. That's that, that's great, Stacy. Because it's like, okay, what do you think that it takes to create a purposeful and meaningful life? So I hear, like, what you're saying. You can tell me if I'm wrong. Is that the power of your words, the things that you're saying? Even if you're saying nothing, it's like, okay, are you really doing nothing? Are you really creating nothing for you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Your your life is just nothing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so what what do you what do you guys think about that? What do you think it takes to create a purposeful and meaningful life? So when somebody do ask you what you're doing. It's like, okay, you don't want to get in my life biography, autobiography of you, but it's like, what it what what does that mean to you? What are you doing to live a meaningful life? What are you doing, you know, to be purposeful and intentional? What are you doing? <laughs> Do you want to answer that? Well, I like to right now in my place when people ask me, what's up with me, how I'm doing? Oh, I'm doing so well. I'm in the most serious relationship of my life. That's what I tell people right now. That's what I'm doing. I'm focusing on the most important relationship of my life, and that is building my relationship with God. I'm in a very serious relationship with him. That's what I tell people. And, I mean, with me looking at it that way, actually, he he helped me to see all of the nothing that I was doing. And I think my get-up-and-go now comes from him. You know, it's like, Mm-hmm. I I wanted like just you can't sit idle, like, really? Come on. You got you gotta go, you gotta do, you know? It so when true. people say, What are you doing? You know, like, What's up? Hey What's up? I'm very happy, I'm doing great. I'm in a very serious relationship with my guy right now and it's great. And I'm busy, you know? Things going on like I have. My mind is always moving. If my mind ain't moving, my body moving. If I'm, yeah, I got it. We got it up. I don't know. <laughs> and you're actually busy doing something and not nothing. Yeah. Else? No one else wants to elaborate on what it
2: takes to create a purpose for life? Well, when somebody asks me what I'm doing honestly... It just depends on how sometimes I might say, what do you mean? I don't know because I'm not sure because it's like, like you guys were saying, sometimes people say, what's up? But it's just a matter of what's up right now. Like, what are you up to at this moment? If it's nothing, then it's nothing. But if they're asking me a more deeper question as in, what's going? like, what are you doing right now? Like, what are you doing with your life right now? Then I'll elaborate more and say, well, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. God is moving in my life. Like, he's been talking to me about something. So sometimes, depending on who asking you the question, um, you probably know where to go with it. So, like, if it's just one of your friends just saying, what's up? Like, Melissa, sometimes when you call me, I already know you about business, so if you say, what's up, Natalie, and what's going on, I already know what what you're asking me. You know what I'm saying? So I know how to answer your question. But if it's just someone that, you know, that I speak to on a regular basis, and they're just like saying, well, what's up, or what you up to, then it's probably nothing, (laughs) you know, or it's probably, oh, I'm just chilling, or you get what I'm saying? It just depends on who's asking the question and how the question is really being asked.
5: Well... I want to know what do it take for you to create that purposeful life, like what like living with intent, with intention, doing things on purpose and with a purpose. How do you do that? How do you create that? How can you help these people, or all these young ladies out here, uh, give them like tips on creating a meaningful and purposeful life? That's what I want to
2: end with. Well, I I guess you start out by just saying like, what are you here for? There's a book called The Purpose-Driven Life. That's a really powerful book. I don't care if you're a Christian or not. That's a book that every man should read because it is so serious. Like, I travel a lot, and everywhere – can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I travel a lot, and everywhere I go, like, guys are really putting it on my heart to really be a part of some form of children ministry, not necessarily ministry as in church, but, like, ministering to kids. Like, I love to okay. sing. So that's something that's been on my heart, like, everywhere I go. Like, those, you know those little kids that you see that are dealing with, like, cancer and um, yeah. and struggling through stuff? And lately it's just been on my heart, like, so heavily. I remember a long time ago when I wanted to sing on the choir, but I was so busy with work at the time. I'd wanted a job for a long time, and I, I'd finished school and couldn't get a job. And so I was upset. I was ready to work, um, but the, during that time. I have able to work in the ministry at church a lot, so I spent a lot of time um, in the ministry. But then when I finally did get that job, now it flipped. So it was like I work all the time and I don't have time for the ministry. And I remember my deacon said to me that, Natalie, you don't have to be in the choir. You can be in, in children's ministry, like you can be – you know, putting a baby to sleep and sing them a beautiful song that minister to their soul and stuff like that. And I think lately more than anything it started coming back to me. So I think the main thing is just to remind people that you you're here for a purpose. And you're not just it's not just about you. Like we're brothers and sisters no matter what. So if somebody somewhere else in the world is hungry, it is my responsibility. We are responsible for one another. So your work is never done. Just because you you succeed and you're doing good things in life, okay, yes, you've, you've worked hard and got those things, but what else are you doing? Are you giving back? Because at the end of the day, what did you really do? Did you leave a legacy? As I'm getting older now, I'm starting to think about I don't have any kids or anything like that, so I'm starting to think about my own mortality and my legacies. So those are things that we really have to work hard towards, not just to leave our name behind, but also – as Christians too, is God going to say to you, "Well done"? You know what I'm saying. What did you do? You know what I'm saying.
5: Yes. I'm Anyone else want to share? I'm that. Anyone else? Okay. Well, if we don't have anything else you want to discuss during this topic for to for today's um, conversations with girlfriends. That I'm kind of going to end it there because I want um, people to understand that it really is not just about them. Um, it We do serve a bigger purpose than ourselves. Every struggle, everything we go through, every what we call uh, failure, every mistake, every single thing of our mess is turned into a message for somebody else. You mm-hmm. actually go through it for the benefit of someone else. And I know that for sure, like Oprah said, I know – um, for sure. Yeah, this is what I know for sure. Everything I've gone through is definitely help somebody else out of their situation. I've overcome those situations to help the next person out or when I do get to a place of influence then I'm able to have that power to be able to promote or bring somebody else to their next level. So you're right in that in that sense that we are we are um each other's keepers. In a way mm-hmm. so And if we, we're supposed to be I tell people this all the time If we're supposed to be here to do everything ourselves Then we will be by ourselves in this earth mm-hmm. We're not So um, mm-hmm. I just want people to think about that And consider, you know, just being thoughtful And just, you know, be, be helpful There's it's, mm-hmm. it's so much negativity out here There's no need for none of that And I just feel like, you know we were put here after the fact that everything was provided for. So there's no need for you to um, stab somebody in the back, be back fighting and just try to, you know, so envious of what people got. You can get or have your own success to whatever it is that you define as success. You can achieve whatever it is you want to have and achieve. So I just want to put that out there. Um, if anybody, nobody else want to say anything. Are we good? Yeah. I think that is uh, great. Stacy from New Jersey, mm-hmm. Joyce Meyer, says, stop trying to be anybody else because everybody else is already taken. Be the best you, you can be. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly.
2: Another thing to support one another, like support us. When somebody's succeeding, like Melissa was just saying, okay. don't. When somebody's succeeding in life, help each other. Um, celebrate your success. Um, and help each other when you're not succeeding, you know, because it, it all kind of goes on. Today's my day to celebrate, and tomorrow will be your day to celebrate.
5: Mm-hmm, exactly. It's a just, circle. Just That's how it goes. Every day ain't going to be your day, but you have to help somebody else in order for you to get on up the way to ants. Get out of it with how they, they crawl from on top of each other to get in. ants. They're very small, but they be making moves. <laughs> They, they take care you. of their own. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> mm-hmm. and they take care of their own but they do it together. And as far as they is and as strong an army and team as they is, yeah, here we are great as we are. We walk past them and we step. <laughs> right on their whole camp. They just went to build. That's how, you know, dizzy, crazy we could be. Everything is made of God. So that's the way we should look at it. Everybody has a job here, and they should be trying to work on theirs and help the, just help the world go around and get everybody's job done. It would be great. They have got a job, and so do we. <laughs> exactly, and we're going to actually end with that, guys. So I want to thank you ladies for joining us and sharing your passion and your heart and your wisdom. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us. Um, you ladies just hold the line or you can just hang up. It's fine. Um, but I just want to say it's been a pleasure talking to you guys. And for you guys out there listening, tune in to Discussing It With Melissa every second and last Tuesday of every month um, at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, if you miss the broadcast, you can always listen to it again at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash this needs to be said. And for more information about me, Melissa Magazine, please visit www.melissamagazine.com. And don't miss a post, you know, to join our mailing list. You can join by texting Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A, to 66866. And my mission is helping you find your way back to you. Each of us have a unique purpose and vision, and my obsession is helping you to find yours. Until next time.
0: We're getting ready to talk with Attorney Felden about foreclosure. And this is the topic where they haven't threatened yet to take the house, but you know that it's going in that direction. So he's going to help, help with some tips there. This portion of the show is being brought to you by H&H Property Preservation and Design Services. You don't want to do your yard. You want it to look beautiful, but you just don't have the time or the desire to do that. Starting at $35 a week, call 704 704- That's H&H Property Preservation and Design Services. At this time, we have our monthly moment with Attorney Felden. How are you doing, Attorney Felden?
4: Good, Catherine. How are you today?
0: I am wonderful. Looking forward to um, the the tips that you're going to help with your knowledge over the years of bankruptcy and foreclosures in our specific topic and see i don't know everything <laughs> so i i believe what um the topic is is talking about foreclosure before they're talking about taking the house is that right
4: well yes that that was what i was told was the topic today but the bankruptcy actually can cover a little bit more than that and i can explain okay. what i mean by that it's you know you don't necessarily have to file bankruptcy before they actually start the foreclosure, in order to save your house, uh, it's one of those interesting things. You know, most people, when they think about bankruptcy, the most common thing that comes to mind is something that gets rid of debt, uh, which of course any bankruptcy will do. But most people don't realize that there's more than one type of bankruptcy you can file, and there are types of bankruptcies where in which you can do more than just get rid of debt. And one of the most common things that people use bankruptcy f- bankruptcies for is actually either stopping a foreclosure or preventing their house from going into foreclosure.
0: Mhm. Mhm. All right, well, I got my pen and paper out and we're ready to hear on uh, what you have to share on that topic. And of course, I know you won't use any um clients' names, but any stories of people you've helped in this situation.
4: Oh, yeah, actually the the uh, the list is, uh, would be too long to give to you in the short time we have <laughs> anyway because <laughs> it is really, okay. it is a it is a really a, it really is a common situation. I mean the most common situation well, that I they, that that uh, people come to me with is a situation where maybe they're a few payments behind on their mortgage uh, for whatever reason, and the reason doesn't matter. Uh, whether they just uh, missed the payments because they were sick or out of job for a little while or whatever definitely. it is, um, doesn't make any difference. But a lot of people will come to me, they're a couple of months behind on their payments and of course they talk to the bank and they uh, they try to notif- uh, notify the bank and try to get them to work with them to catch up on the payments and then the banks will either say, uh, uh, sorry, uh, in order to uh, reinstate your mortgage, we want you to make all the back payments that you owe current right now or the banks might actually say, sorry. Uh, you're we've already started the foreclosure process and we're no longer going to accept any more payments from you those are the two most common situations i run up against uh-huh. and when it comes to bankruptcy there is a type of bankruptcy called a chapter 13 bankruptcy that can help you out in those types of situations and right. when a chapter 13 yeah a chapter 13 bankruptcy again there's most people think about bankruptcy as getting rid of debt but what they don't realize is that chapter 13s are a more comprehensive approach to bankruptcy And one of the unique things that you can do in a Chapter 13 case is use the Chapter 13 to help catch up on your mortgage payments. And basically the way it works is on the day that you file the Chapter 13 bankruptcy, which, by the way, is is what we refer to as a reorganization-type bankruptcy, uh, what happens is on the day that you file the Chapter 13, regardless of how far behind you are on the mortgage payments, for all practical purposes, the mortgage is more or less treated as if you're it's in good standing again. And then what oh. happens is uh at that point in time you then start making your regular monthly mortgage payment to the bank, just the regular monthly payment, nothing extra. Okay. And the okay. bank uh the bank is obligated to accept it. And then all of the back payments that you owe on the mortgage, you get to pay those back in the chapter 13 reorganization plan uh taking up to 5 years to do it. Uh-huh. Okay. So, a yeah, so a chapter 13 can be a very very powerful tool for keeping your house because in a chapter 13, you can stop the bank from foreclosing, or even thinking about foreclosing, you can force them to reinstate the loan again, force them to accept the regular payment again, and force them to give you up to 5 years to catch up on the back payments.
0: Uh-huh. Wow. I think that would be a relief for people. You know, Attorney Feldman, mm-hmm. since you and I have been meeting on a monthly basis for the past couple of months and talking about bankruptcy, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have had a negative point of view about it. But every time I talk to you, you say, you know, this is a common thing. It doesn't make you a bad person. You know, sometimes people just need another opportunity to get back on their feet, and I like that approach about it. I think that helps people not feel so ashamed, and I think we've talked about this before, the shame that goes with, you know, not being able to pay your bills, because I think most people want to, you know, maintain, you know, good standing with things, things happen, you know, Um, but you, you, the way you talk about, you know, these things, it just sounds so simple, first of all, and it just sounds like it's not as bad as I think we've made it out to be in our head. Um, do you find what I'm saying to be true, or did I miss the mark on that?
4: No, I think that that's certainly true from a historical standpoint. I mean, I've been doing this stuff for 32 years, and I've seen attitudes about bankruptcies change a bit. But I think what's even more important, it's it, what you just said is even more important in the foreclosure situation because – there there are plenty of people that I file bankruptcy for who really don't have much problem with debt. In fact, they're using the bankruptcy exclusively to catch up on, on their mortgage payments. And there's so many Uh things that are out of our, that that are out of our control. I mean, if you lose your job or you have an uh, unexpected illness that can just eat up your savings and cause you to miss a few uh, mortgage payments. And uh, you know, Something like bankruptcy very often is the only way that you can actually force the bank to cooperate and save your house. And and certainly for those people that are using uh, bankruptcy for saving their homes and and have a situation where through no fault of their own they fell fell behind, it was something unexpected. There's certainly nothing to be ashamed about uh, to uh, uh, using the bankruptcy to save your home. And in a way, the banks should be ashamed of themselves for not helping out the people that uh, allow them to catch up on their mortgage payments to begin with. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, wow. Wow. Give us, first of all, let's stop for a second, let people know how to get in touch with you outside of our monthly discussion here. And the next thing I want to know is if I feel like I'm going down that path, like give me some of the signs that I know I'm headed down that path, because it's different from paying rent when you're paying a mortgage. With rent, you have basically that next month, five days, I guess, whatever. But within the next month, you could be evicted. But I believe it's a bit different with the mortgage. So give me some warning signs after you tell people how to get in touch with you outside of this needs to be said.
4: All right. Well, our toll-free number is 888-808-9291. And I'm always happy to speak with uh, people over the phone. We do. I do a lot of phone consultations. So don't think it uh, affects free free consultations as well. So people should always feel free to call my office to schedule a phone uh, phone conference, be happy to answer any questions I have for them for free uh, over the phone. Okay. And then our, our website is also very good, too. Uh, our website is our law firm. It's Felden and Felden.com, and that's F-E-L-D-E-N-A-N-D-F-E-L-D-E-N.com. And on our website, you can do a number of things. Of course, you can learn a lot more about me and the bankruptcy process, and uh, you'll see some videos of some uh, TV interviews I did on there, and then uh, – one of the things I do for all prospective new clients or anybody who's interested is I wrote a book about bankruptcy a while back, and we give them mm-hmm. out for free. So you can actually go on my website, and there's a place for an order form there. You can order a free copy of uh, uh, a book I wrote about bankruptcy. So if you think you're intimidated uh, to talk to me on the phone, you can always just go on our website, order a copy of the book, and get in the mail in a couple of days. You can learn all about bankruptcy that way as well. Awesome, and I do have
0: my um. I got my copy, and I was thumbing through it, just um excited about the wealth of information that you're freely giving uh, to people to help put them in a better position in life. And again, you do a great job with making people feel comfortable with having this conversation with you. And even though I'm not in bankruptcy, is is almost like I want to have that issue so that I can have you solve it for me because it's that I have that much confidence in what you are offering to the community because you really want to help, and that's what you've shown and exhibited, you know, time and time again with each visit. And we'll have you back on next month with some more conversation. And next month what I'm going to work on is because I know people, again, it's a little, you know, I don't want to tell anybody, that I'm going through this, and that makes it an elephant in the room, which is absolutely up my alley. I'm going to, you know, get people to send some questions this way, even if they're not brave enough to call in, to ask themselves, but just to give me an, you know from a friend a question um, to ask you um, because I think that will warm them up um, to to even because you make you make it comfortable here, but just to get them warmed up um, to have that conversation with you about you know protecting their you know their assets. This is something their home, their you know something they feel like they've invested in, and they may be on the verge of losing, or they really may not be as bad off as they think. You know, so to help to yeah, and of course I'll be
4: sh- sure, and I'll be happy to answer any questions like that that you may get from your uh, from your listeners. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Okay. All right. Awesome. Well,
0: as we're wrapping up, uh, do you want to leave us with um, any closing thoughts about you know we find ourselves thinking we're in a bit of a jam? What should we do when it comes to our house and maybe foreclosure or maybe bankruptcy is a thought? What should we do?
4: Yeah, actually, and, and it's kind of related to the the question that you had a few minutes ago. What are the signs? And, and I think mm-hmm. you know what what I encourage people to do is I mean I mean the sign is anytime you can't pay your bills when you're supposed to. You know that's obviously that's the obvious sign, and and that goes not only with regard to your mortgage, but your car and and uh, credit card bills, medical bills, whatever you have. And what I really encourage people to do more than anything else is is take advantage of Contacting our office for a free consultation as early in the process as possible, because mm-hmm. whenever you whenever you're in a financial predicament, and you know, you'll know you know you know you know when you're in a financial predicament, you want to make a well reasoned, well informed decision, uh, based on all your options. And, and and until you call our office to find out what your bankruptcy options are, uh, you really can't make a well informed decision. And I that's why we do the free consultations, and that's why I give away the book for free because I want people to. Find out what their options are in bankruptcy early on and they can plan for it because there's there's nothing worse than uh, uh, hearing somebody say during a consultation, boy, I wish I talked to you six months ago or eight months ago because they've spent all their life savings or or, or depleted their IRAs trying to save their cars or their homes and they didn't Uh realize that there was a much easier way to do it in bankruptcy right from the beginning that could have saved them all that money that they wasted. So I really hate to see that. And of course, I don't have any uh-huh. control over that. Other than that, they would encourage people to contact their office as soon as possible. Absolutely.
0: Well, Felden and com is the website. There's free resources, free book out there, and a free phone consultation so you can talk over your situation and confidence with an attorney. So thank you so much, and we'll see you back here on the next first Wednesday. All right?
4: All right, Catherine. Very nice to chat with you again. You take care.
0: Thank you. Same here. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle. It was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins. Thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at thisneeds 2 by commenting on the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook, by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS, by also sharing this show with your friends. Thank you for logging in through your computer as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. Bad news travels fast is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at www.thisneedstobesaid.com. We'd love to hear from you.